0: great tonight somebody give him great praise come on let's give him great praise tonight Psalm 150 said praise him according to his excellent greatness come on let your praise declare how good he's been to you tonight hey come on he's worthy of great praise hallelujah hallelujah I serve a great great God tonight somebody that's got a testimony on a Tuesday night ought to just shout he's a great God in this place he's a great God He's greater than my problems he's greater than my trouble he's greater than my struggles he's greater than the mountain in front of me he's greater than the valley I've been walking through somebody shout he's greater you want to lift your voice and declare him greater over your need tonight Uh, greater over your concern Uh, he's greater than my enemies Uh, i said that he's greater shout greater hallelujah hallelujah oh if you believe that put those hands together and give him a shout of praise tonight he's greater he's greater Uh, when you try to put a math equation together and you've got God on one side he's greater than anything you can put on the other side and if you know he's greater then you've got no reason to fear tonight you've got no reason to worry tonight I just need about 250 radical people in the building. You got no reason. That's why I can dance on a Tuesday night. That's why I can shout in the middle of the week, cause he's greater. Hallelujah. Jesus how it says that midbreed can dance 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 this place I know it's Tuesday night and you're not supposed to shout like this on a Tuesday night but I feel the victory of the Holy Ghost in the building tonight yes glory to your name Jesus glory to your name Jesus hallelujah hallelujah I don't care if you had a bad hair day. If you had a bad day at work. If you had a bad day at home. Somebody needs to let the devil know. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And be not mad in it. I'm gonna be glad in it. I... Somebody ought to smile in the devil's face and let him know the joy of the Lord is my strength. You might have been weak today, but I feel the joy of the Lord. For the kingdom of God is neither meat nor drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Somebody give him a praise. If you know the devil can't read your mind he can't read your emotion so he watches your reaction that's why you can't give the enemy the satisfaction of watching you look depressed and watch you with your arms hanging down and your lip hanging come on somebody hey not only is the devil watching but all of heaven is watching and i got one word for the enemy i may have had a weak moment i might have had a rough time but rejoice not against me oh mine enemy for when i fall i shall i shall arrive i'm getting back up I feel some getting up strength in the building. I'm getting back up. I'm getting back up. All right. Your hand one more time and give him a shout of praise. Woo! Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Tell them, neighbor, tell him you can lose with the stuff I use. Try Jesus. your strength in the midnight hour he'll be your peace in the middle of the storm he'll be your heavy burden bearer somebody try jesus yes yes when your friends let you down jesus will be there when your husband lets you down, Jesus will be there. When your wife lets you down, Jesus. Jesus! 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 I feel him in this place tonight. Whoa! Glory, glory, glory! We, we ain't supposed to act like this on Tuesday night. We're breaking all the rules. You ain't supposed to act like this on Tuesday night. Woo! anybody just excited to be in the house of the Lord on Tuesday night? High five about eight people on the way to his seat. Tell him I got the victory in Jesus' name. I got victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Woo! Brother JJ, be starting something up in here. Don't be starting nothing up in here. Hey! Hey! Yeah! Can't help but give him Tonight you can get what you need. You can get your break right now. You can get your break right now. Right now, right now. Hey. See, you got to understand. Uh, you're shouting in the house of God but God is working for you outside of these walls for the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imagination every high thing that exalteth itself against the knock come on somebody Your praise is a weapon. I said your praise is a weapon. You're fighting in here, but you're winning out there. Who am I talking to? You're fighting in here, but walls are falling out there. Hey. Lift your hands one more time and give him the praise. Welcome all of our guests to Tuesday night at the Rock Church. <laughs> welcome, everybody that's streaming online tonight. Help me welcome them. Come on, make some noise. This is the place to be tonight. Tell your neighbor on the way to your seat you're at the right place at the right time. Whoa! Oh. Whoa. Glory. I'm excited to be home tonight. Can you tell I'm excited to be home tonight? <laughs> glory, glory, glory. You can be seated for just a few moments if you can sit down at your own risk. If your knees are bothering you, you might want to just stay on your feet tonight. (laughs) Hallelujah. What an awesome presence of the Lord is in this building tonight. Again, we say a great big welcome to all of our guests that are here tonight. We're so excited that you joined us for Tuesday night at the Rock Church. And uh, I was not here Sunday... And she was, so I missed the opportunity that I'm going to take tonight and welcome little Ava Jean Clark into the house of the Lord. I know she was here Sunday, but would you help me give her a great big applause and welcome this precious angel. We're so excited for brother and sister Clark, blessed with this beautiful little girl and uh... They are doing their part to help grow the church. Amen, somebody. We have a multifaceted approach to growing the kingdom of God here. Amen. Anybody thank God for what he did here on Sunday? Stand up, Pastor Trevor Sloss. How many of you were blessed by the word of the Lord on Sunday morning? Pastor Trevor Sloss preached about the mirror. Anybody thank God for his ministry tonight? Amen. Stand up if you would. Brother David Stewart preached the paint off the wall Sunday night. How many of you were blessed? Come on, by the deception of oneness. How many of you got a word from God in this place on Sunday night? Amen. I want to say thank you to both of these men uh, for obeying the Holy Ghost and preaching so powerfully under the anointing uh, in my absence on Sunday. I'm going to tell you what, church, there is, people ask all the time, Bishop, is there something I can do for you when you're gone, when you're going to be leaving? I'm going to tell you the number one thing you can do for, for the man of God when he's gone. Number one, show up. Don't miss church. Don't miss your responsibilities. And number two, have throw down Revival Church. Come on, if you do those two things, you're a blessing to the man of God. And I thank God for this church. Such a powerful move of God. First Lady and I were tuned in uh, all the way across the country as we could uh, in, in, in our schedule. And, and uh, my God, we had... I'm going to tell you what uh, I, I was scheduled to preach multiple times I, I spoke a little bit Friday night I preached three times on Saturday I preached Sunday morning and I was supposed to preach Sunday night and first lady was feeling so bad I think half of it was homesickness that we changed our flight and, and I, I, I missed church on Sunday night to get on a plane and get here <laughs> <laughs> And 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 so we were tuned in to service on the way to the airport. I was in the back of the Uber car with my headphones on, tuned into the service, got down at the airport, got my luggage, and about that time it was time to get to TSA. Y'all hit that last song for offering. Something happened when I call your name. Y'all got to the bridge, mountain move, chained up. Charles, I didn't dare step into the TSA line. I said, they're going to TSA going to have to wait. I ain't missing this. I was standing in the airport speaking in tongues. Y'all think I'm lying. I'm telling you, I was standing. the, the, The person at the little clear station was like. Sir, we have a strange gentleman over here. I had to hold myself from dancing all over that airport. And uh, so thank you, church, for being so faithful uh, in our absence and then uh, so excited. Brother Leo already testified about it, but yesterday James was baptized in Jesus name. Put those pictures up. There they are on Saturday talking to him. There he is in Bible study. There he is being baptized. And here he is on the pew tonight, a child of God, somebody ought to give God the praise. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Welcome home, Brother James. Amen. Welcome home. So grateful for what the Lord is doing, and uh, I want to give another quick plug tonight for Financial Peace University. Stand up, Sister Mandy Jones, if you would. How many of you thank God for Sister Mandy Jones and the burden and anointing she has in this area, the area of finance? And uh, if you have not yet been a part of these classes, trust me, your life will be blessed. And uh, we've made arrangements through Sister uh, Mandy's Connections. She is certified uh, Dave Ramsey's instructor. I don't know all the important stuff. Uh, but we were able to negotiate a, a particular rate through the church. And we're able to offer it. I think it's close to half price, I think, uh, from what it has been in the past. So you, we've lowered the bar and your ability to go through this class. Uh, it'll, it'll bless you. And if you've already been through the class, uh, I think, is it a year or less, you can take it again, no cost, or you could just come to the class. If you've been through it before and you want a refresher, get to the class. See Sister Mandy Jones. Amen. Get with her. Get registered for the class. It's going to be awesome. How many of you are looking forward to Supernatural Sunday? listen i am telling you the level of expectancy in the holy ghost is overwhelming and i'm just going to tell you uh if you're watching online and you're not here you're not feeling well or you're out of town whatever the case is listen hear me well i need our body our body to make sure you're in the house on sunday Drop kick the devil if he tries to stop you from being in the house of the Lord on Sunday. God has something special that I believe he is orchestrating through this house. And we need every person up under uh, the jurisdiction of this, this house uh, to be here on Sunday. We want you to be uh, under the same umbrella of what God is doing in this house on Sunday. Uh, We're going all in on Sunday. Amen, somebody? (laughs) And this is going to be a a Sunday that we uh, make some important financial pledges to the kingdom of God that are above and beyond our normal tithing and offering. And uh, we are not just a church of vision. We are a church of mission. Amen. We're not just going to talk about what could be, what might be, what our dreams are. No, no, no. We're going to put our faith in action. Come on. I need about 200 amens in the building. We're going to put our faith in action, and we're going to watch God do the supernatural. Amen. And so make sure that you're here. Be praying as you already should have been. Be praying uh, about God posturing us, uh, about God posturing us so that we can be used uh, as, as great as God would allow us to be used. Uh, it's going to be incredible. Uh, we will have pledge cards on Sunday. We don't want you filling them out ahead of time. We want everybody to just take this time to be praying about, uh, about what God wants to use you to do. Amen, somebody. It's going to be awesome. Now listen, I don't have anything written down tonight. I don't have any notes in front of me. But I do have a word from God. <laughs> is it all right if I just, just share with you what I, what I feel like God's been talking to me about today? I, I have spent a good part of the day today really uh, just feeling after what God is doing in this season. And looking forward to what God is going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to tell you something. What God is going to be doing in this house Sunday will affect things in Fort Myers and the Rock Church for years to come. Come on. It, it ain't just about this weekend. We we are stretching out into something God's going to be doing that will make a difference for years to come. And uh, so I, I, all day long I've been uh, ruminating in, 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 in what God is going to be doing and like God just kind of directed me to this particular chapter in the word of the Lord. And uh, so I'm just going to share with you some of my thoughts. Is that okay? Amen. Stand with me. We're going to go quickly to the book of John, chapter number 16. Amen. Or John chapter 6, rather. Book of John, chapter number 6. If you were studying at home, you would find the parallel of this particular chapter in Luke chapter number 9. We won't read from Luke 9 tonight. You can read it when you get home. We will read this account out of John chapter 6. Verse number 1 says, After these things, Jesus went over the sea of Galilee, which is the sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, there is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. I could preach on that statement right there. Because in the book of Luke, over and over again, it says that they were in a desert place. And Luke describes the, the, the desert conditions. And yet right here, Jesus commands them to sit down in a place where there was a lot of grass. I believe that there was no grass there until Jesus told them to sit in the grass. And when Jesus said sit in the grass, he didn't even have to command the earth. The grass just had to appear. (laughs) So the men sat down in number about 5,000. Now, uh, most theologians and, and scholars will say that this was literally talking about 5,000 male figures, men, not men as in humanity, but actual men, and that there was a potential that there was at least half of them that had women with them and potentially children. So the amount of people there could have possibly been in excess of seven to 10,000 or even more people. And Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. And for just a few moments, I'm going to title my thoughts tonight, The Making of a Miracle the making of a miracle put your bible down and tell about three or four people standing next to you uh, you're in the making uh, of a miracle tonight come on tell them tell them come on don't just stand there tell them you're in the making uh, of uh, a miracle tonight clap your hands one more time and give God a great big praise in this house tonight Amen. You may be seated. Without spending too much time setting context for the chapter, allow me to simply delve straight into these verses of scripture that we read tonight. I became very interested when I began to read the text and verse number Five says that when Jesus saw the great company that he said unto Philip where are we going to buy bread so that all of these people can eat and verse number 6 says this he said to prove him for he knew what he would do. God is always one step ahead of us. God knew what you were going to do before you ever did it. He knew that the moment he asked the question, that Philip would instantly begin to think to himself, That if we are going to have what we need for these thousands of people, that it's going to have to come from an outside source. But what Jesus ultimately wanted them to understand is that the miracle was already present with them. He wanted them to understand you don't have to look outside of yourselves to find the miracle. It's right underneath your nose. It's already in your possession. It's already in your hands. The only thing you've got to do is get a revelation of the orientation of what I've already given to you. You see, he already knew that Philip would instantly say, I, I don't know where we, we can go. And, and then the next thing he says is powerful. He said, because 200 penny loaf of bread, he now assesses what they have. And he says 200 penny worth of bread is not enough for them to even get a little bit to eat. See, we often read this text and think that he was thinking about the, the amount of money they had to spend. He didn't say 200 pennyworth isn't enough to go get bread. He said 200 pennyworth of bread. That tells me that they already had supplies on hand. 200 penny worth of bread. But when he assessed the amount of bread they had, he made a determination that the bread we have is not enough to meet the demand. Now, see, you've got to study the text to understand how significant this is. Because if you look at two hundred pennyworth, they estimate that it was probably around one hundred, or, or rather, fourteen thousand five hundred dollars worth of bread. Look at y'all acting like that ain't nothing. Or how much bread can you buy for fourteen thousand dollars? Somebody said, well, man, that's a whole lot of food. You ever tried to feed seven, 8,000 people? We feed just several hundred people here on Friends and Family Day, and it costs us thousands of dollars. Can't get no help up in here. You're planning for a wedding, Sister Tabitha. It costs money to feed people, don't it? I want the whole world to come to my wedding. I want everybody to come. Wait, wait, how much it going to cost to feed them? Oh, let's look at that list one more time. Let's see. Pookie, you're going to have to watch online, girl. I, I don't know what to tell you. By the time it's said and done, you're like, my mom, my dad, my brother, and That ought to work. I mean, that ought to work. We could all sit at one table at the restaurant to eat. $14,000 worth of bread. But he looked at the thousands of people, and he said, "I don't know how uh, we're going to feed them." Uh, with can you imagine? That's still a can you imagine how many how big of a pile that would be? It's still, a, that's a lot of bread. And he looked at it and said, "It's not even enough for all of them to eat a little bit." But then, all of a sudden, another disciple, Andrew, said, "Well, there's a little boy right here, and he's got." Two fishes and five loaves of bread. It ain't nothing compared to that big old pile of bread over there. But what is this to such a great need? Jesus was drawing them right into his trap. Uh, He said, I'm going to do something here real quick, uh, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. Uh, Give me those two fish uh, and the five loaves uh, of bread. See, you got to understand uh, what Jesus was teaching them uh, is if you can take uh, what you have uh, and Put it in Jesus' hand. Uh, There is no need uh, too big uh, that God can uh, not take care of. Uh, I came to preach to somebody in the building. Uh, I don't know how big your dreams are. Uh, I don't know how big the miracle is uh, that you're believing God for. Uh, But one thing I can tell you uh, is that if you ever get the revelation uh, of putting uh, what you have uh, in God's hand... uh, I'm going to give you the punchline and then I'm going to keep preaching to it. At the end of the story, that pile of $14,000 worth of bread was the same size that it was originally. But that two fish and five loaves... Here's just my thoughts. Here's what God's talking to me about today. Rock Church... We're stepping into a brand new dimension of promise. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm dreaming and I'm believing God uh, for some great big things this year. And when I look at the dream, it's easy to say, God, there's not even enough here to meet a little bit of the need. But God said, I want you to get your eyes off of what you got and focus on putting it into my hands. Brother Stewart sent me a text a little a couple weeks ago. Acres of property right off of 75 with a big old circle around it said this would be a great site to build a brand new church building. Brother Sloss walked up into my office the other day uh, and threw some paper on my desk uh, with acres of property uh, with a big old circle around it. uh, Said hey, Bishop, uh, this would be a great piece. uh, And I looked at the price tag how many millions? That's like that wedding list. And you can either shrink your dream to the size of your ruler. Or you can grow your faith to the size of the dream that God gave you. That was a good place to shout right there. you can shrink your dream to fit your ruler or you can let your faith grow to the size of the dream that God placed inside. it's your choice you can look and say it's not enough or you can say God I know you can take what I got and make that I'm preaching about the making of a miracle somebody tell your neighbor God God uh, is in the middle uh, of making uh, a miracle for us. Uh, if you believe it, give Him a shout of praise. Rock churches, we prepare for Supernatural Sunday. God's telling me, you tell my people. To get focused on giving me what's in their hands. You see, Philip's perspective was if we hold on to what we got, we'll be okay. Because if I give it all, it's not enough anyway, so I'm gonna hang on to this. But there was a little boy, and all he had was the two fish and five it wasn't the size of the pile uh, it was the position of their faith and there's some dynamics uh, that exist uh, in the making of the miracle number one uh, is you've got to understand and recognize the need That's the first element uh, of the miracle. Uh, Jesus brought it to their attention. Hey, there's some people that need fed. Uh, What are we going to do about this? Uh, Rock Church, uh, there's a a city to reach. Uh, There's a county to reach. Uh, There's a world to change. Uh, There's a need. Uh, Come on, somebody. The next thing was, he wanted them to know uh, the miracle isn't coming from out there. Uh, the miracle's gonna come uh, from in here. I just need about 10 people to shout uh, over that because if you knew uh, that the miracle uh, was coming from the inside, uh, you'd say, God, pick me. Uh, God, I'm available. Uh, somebody's going to get this before we leave. Uh, Lord, uh, do it through me. Uh, God, you can trust me. Uh, God, you can bless me. Uh, I'll be a willing vessel. Uh, I'll Come on, somebody in the building. I don't have time to die, dig into this. There was, there was all these disciples, religious leaders, and none of them even had the revelation. Should have been in faith. But there was a little lad. Jesus in one place said, except you become like a little child. Sometimes you got to get back to the place like you were when you were a little kid. Before life taught you how to have fear, before life taught you how to doubt, before life taught you how to do complex algebra questions, and you were just a little kid that had enough faith that if God said it, I believe it, and that said, come on, it was a little kid who looked at the crowd and said, they're hungry, I got some food. See, y'all missed that right there. In the little boy's mind, I got enough food. We can all share. Nobody has to go hungry. Even Andrew tried to throw shade on his faith. This little boy over here tried to give us his lunch. But what is this little bit of something? amongst so many he'd even missed the moment and it like Jesus just pushed the disciples right out of the way and said little boy bring me your lunch baby little boy here's your lunch he said you got two fish and five loaves bring me your lunch I want you, Philip, to stand over there by that $14,000 worth of bread that you won't turn loose. And I want you to watch something happen. Two fish, five loaves. Come on. You start giving him some. Give him some. Give him some more. How much you want? You How hungry are you? Huh? Yeah, three, four, five. Count it. Seven, keep counting, loud. No, loud, loud, not fast, loud. Fourteen, whoa, 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 hold on a second. You only had two fish and five loaves. How many, what did you get here? Three fish and seven loaves? What? Okay, who else is hungry? You want some to eat? Count it loud, slow. Three, four. Okay. That's what I, he got four pieces of fish. That's it. Oh you want some too? Uh Go ahead out on there. go ahead jesus said i'm gonna help you out here you can have some and you can have some you can have some you can have some you can have some hey i thought there was just two fish and five loaves of bread jesus said i'm gonna teach you a principle if you'll put what you got into my hands Preaching to somebody in the building, uh, there's a miracle uh, in the making, uh, and it's not, uh, hear me, uh, it's not in your neighbor's house, uh, it's not in your neighbor's bank account, uh, but it's in your house. Two fish and five loaves, what? You want something? You want some? You want some? Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. You want some? 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 As long as there was a need, God said, I'll keep on supplying it. As long as somebody Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. There's a miracle in the making. Here's what God wants to do with your stuff. I just need 10 people to dance right now. Here's what God wants to do with your two fish and five loaves. Multiply. 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 What happened to the two fish? 180 200 250 300 500 80 loaves of bread 200 loaves of bread 600 loaves of bread Come on, I came to preach to the Rock Church There's a miracle in the make Come on Come on Another one Another one You gotta get it out of your hands and get it into God's hands. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody in the building. There's a miracle in the making. Somebody ought to dance all over this building right now. What are you believing God for? What are you believing God to do? fish and five loaves. you never knew how much God could bless it and break it and I wish somebody would dance. You need How much you need? What do you believe in God for? What do you believe in God to do? What do you believe in God to do? Come on, somebody. There's a miracle in the making. How big do you want it? How big is your dream? is your promise glory this one's for the kingdom of God yes there's a miracle in the making in your hands as long as you hold on to it mine mine I'm afraid this is all I got I'm afraid I won't get any more than this I'm afraid once this is gone God said you stupid there's no limit with me it can't be gone hands. The first thing he did is he blessed it. Y'all missed that right there. I said the first thing God did when they put it in his hand, he blessed it. You want what you got to, to be multiplied, put it in God's hands and watch God put a blessing on it. Watch God put a Come on! Come on, somebody right now! The sermon tonight blessed it, then he broke it. God broke what they put in his hands. You see, when you take something and break it in half, each part is less than the sum. We have a natural tendency to not want to see that happen. If I break it, I'm going to have less than what I did before. Not in God's hands. Because breaking it is the beginning of God multiplying it. Somebody ought to take what's in your hand and tear it into two pieces. Now I don't just have one, I got double the blessing double the promise may see broken, God will turn it from broken into multiplied. You won't have half a thing, you'll have two things. Somebody ought to shout right there. You won't have half a thing, you'll have two things. And the next thing he did, he blessed it, he broke it, and he multiplied it. How many of you need God to multiply what you've got? Come on! How many of you need God to multiply what you've got? Then put it in His hands. Come on! I want you to lift your hands as high as you can get them and give God a praise and let God know I'm putting it in Your hands. Come on! Come on! I'm putting it in Your hands, God. Eric Colt in the making. little bit but when the boy put his lunch in Jesus hands the Bible said everybody ate as much as they wanted God took it from not enough past just enough to more than enough here's the simple revelation to get to more than enough you hear me to get to more than enough you have to be willing to turn loose of not enough I'm gonna say it again to receive more than enough you first got to be willing to let go of not enough that's what the little boy did He said, I'm turning loose of not enough. And the Bible says that everybody ate till they were full and they picked up leftovers, 12 baskets full. See, I could shout just over the basket full in the building tonight. Because the little boy didn't just meet the need of the kingdom. But there's a spiritual promise that nobody in this life that gave houses or land or money, the Bible said that in this world, tell your neighbor, this world shall not receive a hundredfold. I said, I'm in the word of the Lord. God said it. So not only was everybody fed till they were full, But God said, I'm going to take your lunch and multiply it by a hundred and put it back in your hands. He could have never, he could have never carried the 12 baskets full if he wouldn't have been willing to let go of the one basket that he held in his hand. I said he would have never had the privilege of carrying 12 baskets home if he wouldn't have been willing to turn loose the one basket that was in his hands. I came to preach to somebody tonight. There's a miracle in the making. Come on, let me make it more personal. Your miracle is in the making tonight. God's asking us tonight how we're going to meet the need God's asking us the same thing. He asked Philip, how, how are we going to meet the need? The dream is great. The vision's great. How are we going to do it? And we could either sit down and say, oh God, what I got isn't enough. Or we could say, God, here, I know you can make it all work together. Come on, I want us to lift our hands one more time in this house. Come on, we've danced, we've shouted, uh, we've been excited. uh, But tonight, God is posturing us. Come on, God is preparing us for a miracle moment this weekend. Come on, I want everybody in this building uh, to get as close as you can uh, to the front of this church tonight. Uh, Come on, get as close as you can uh, to the front of this house. I I want you to grab something in your hand. Grab that tissue, grab something uh, that represents you uh, saying, God, uh, I'm going to put it in your hand. God, I'm preparing something that I'm putting in your hand. Come on. I know, I know. You thought, you thought when you left the house that you were preparing something that you would consume. But God said, if you put it in my hand first, I'll give you more than you could ever imagine. Come on, lift your hands all over the building. Come on, let's pray for a few moments before we leave tonight. I believe God is getting somebody ready for the miracle God's getting somebody ready for the miracle tonight come on there's a miracle in the making come on let's pray in the Holy Ghost come on there's a miracle in the making tonight come on there's a miracle in the making in Jesus name in Jesus name Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. I want to be a willing vessel. Jesus, thank you. Come on, all over the building right now. Come on. Come on, I don't care who else in the crowd is willing to sit here and not move. God, if I'm the only one, if I'm the only one that responds. If I'm the only one that responds, I'm gonna give you everything I got, come on. Come on in Jesus' name, come on in Jesus' name. Here it is, God. Here it is, God. Come on, come on, there's a need in the kingdom of God. Come on, there's a vision. God wants to find somebody available. Come on, the miracle is in this house. Come on, the miracle is in this house. Come on, we don't have to go anywhere else. The miracle is in this house. Come on. Come on, God wants to bless us. God wants to multiply what we have. Come on. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, prepare us. Lord, position us. God, position us for blessing God. Yes, God. Come on, there's a Holy Ghost moment here, right now. There's a supernatural movement uh, right now. Come on. Come on, there's a supernatural movement right now. Come on, somebody answer the call of God tonight. Somebody answer the call of God in this place tonight. Oh, God me change my posture God help me change my posture tonight help me to take what I have God and put it in your hands Come on, be a willing vessel. Come on, come on.